and founder of uh, Appleman Properties, Josh Appleman. We are here with uh, real estate investor Jared Alexander. Jared is the founder of Optimal Equity Group. He educates investors in real estate. He believes in the in its potential and aims for equity opportunities. As an LP in six syndications and co-GP for 128 unit in Dallas, Texas, he empower, empowers in real estate. Jared, we're excited to have you on the show here today. If you could just let the listeners know a little bit more about yourself. All right. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me, Josh. It's a um, pleasure to be here, man. And um, yeah, I guess a little backstory of of how I got into real estate. So going back, I'm originally from North Carolina and my um, grandfather and my mom owned owned real estate. My mom owned some single family and uh, my grandpa. So he actually started a flooring company um, with um and but bought the building he started that company in and fast forward ended up adding two more buildings on that property and i saw him move out to arizona and retire at the age of 50 and, and he's been living off the passive income from that property ever since nice. um so at the time you know i was young really didn't you know hit me but you know the past few years i've really noticed what he's done and i've you know, and honestly, that's the, the track I'm trying to follow right now myself. And so, you know, I, I moved out here to Arizona about nine years ago. And I, um, you know, read that purple book. They, we always hear about that rich yeah. dad, poor dad. Right. And it just totally changed my perspective. And, um, you know, the, the outlook on, on what I wanted to do, because I, I got into the flooring business as well and, and flooring sales now. But, um, but yeah, so anyways, I, I, you know, went to some local meetups, started, you know, talking to people that were doing, you know, what I was interested in doing. And um, like a lot of us, I think I started in single family, ended up buying a turnkey out of state um, in Kansas City, Missouri. And, and that was that was going good. Uh, you know, I underwrote it. It was cash flowing. And then about three weeks after I owned the property, I got hit with that $4,000 sump pump bill. Um, nice. which, right. Which, you know, you, you expect to have the, you know, the CapEx is what we call them, you know, the big ticket, uh, repairs. But I mean, looking at that property, put some numbers to it, cash flowed about $200 a month, actually just under, but for easy math, 200, so that's $2,400, you know, a year cash flow. And that essentially wiped my cash flow out for two years. Right. Um, but even that I was like, all right, well, maybe I'll do this, you know, cause I wanted, my goal is to replace my W2 income and live off, you know, hit that financial freedom number. Right. So yeah. with doing that, I'm like, man, I got to do this 50 or 60 times. And I, you know, doing the math, I'm like, wow, that's, that's a lot. So anyways, you know, make a long story short, I, I started getting introduced to multifamily, uh, shortly after that, that purchase there. And I ended up selling a single family about a year, a little over a year later, of course, to get the capital gains tax rate. And yeah, started um, an apartment syndications. And I'll, I'll maybe pause there, Josh, if you want to add on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's great. And then, uh, so, but you started as an LP and others, others investments as a limited partner, and uh, to learn the process, learn the ropes. And now you've got it's eleven hundred units as an LP. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah, six so, syndications total. How did you find out about these deals? How did you? Is it from a friend? From uh, just knowledge, being in the industry? How did you come across this? These opportunities. 
Yeah. So like, you know, in this, this, um, in the real estate market, it's, it's just all about networking. And yeah, so I met, I had a friend that was involved and a little bit further ahead than I was and started off in the apartment syndications, introduced it to me. I got introduced to a partner uh, here locally in Phoenix that, um, you know, they always, you always talk about that, you know, like, and trust, right. So, you know, and, and this guy was, you know, they, I, at first, I just kind of heard about him. So he came from a good referral source. And then I did my due diligence, got on the phone and, you know, just started asking him the questions of, you know, what, uh, what, you know, I, I think it's really important when vetting an operator is, is asking the hard questions first is, have you ever had a deal go south? What's the worst case scenario? Because I mean, you know, when you're talking $25,000, investments, I mean, that's, some hard-earned money that I've, you know, yeah. <laughs> saved up and I want to make sure it's it's going, it's going to be safe. You know, I mean, of course, investment's a risk, but I want to make sure to mitigate that as much as possible. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I had those conversations and ended up um pulling a trigger. And and I, I think this may be important for your listeners too, is just to put actual numbers to this compared to that single family home. Is my first investment, I actually did out of uh from an IRA. And it was a $25,000 investment into the deal. And I probably put um, about twenty to 25000 on that single family home. And my cash flow, I mean, you know, give or take $30, $40 was, was pretty similar to what I was getting on that single family home. And I'm completely hands off, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I don't have to manage the property manager, even though it's turnkey, it's supposed to be pretty passive. I mean... I got a call from the property manager on that single family in the middle of the night one time asking me what to do about a situation. So, you know, I was still involved in that. And, and so, yeah, being, being passive, you know, for one gave me that opportunity to, to focus on what I want to do best, which, you know, I, I still want to be more active. And I, I, it gave me a peek behind the curtains too, of what these operators are doing. Cause I was thinking like you, Josh wanted to be an active syndicator go out, you know, do the property management, you know, broker relations, you know, construction, all that. But it really opened my eyes to how much work these guys are putting in like you, right? I mean, 50, 60 hours, I'm, I'm asking questions eight, eight, nine o'clock at night, and I'm getting responses from them, right? Yeah. Um, And so these guys are working their butt offs. And, you know, I come from a sales background. So, you know, after I experienced, um, you know, the peak behind the curtains on these limited partner deals, I decided I did want to go more active, which, you know, I started my company, Optimal Equity Group, but I decided to focus on what we call that superpower, right? I'm going to focus my energy on partnering with the experienced operators like you and, you know, raising capital for them and just bringing equity and and, yeah. and helping investors, you know, um, invest in these opportunities that are just, you don't hear about every day. So. The cool thing about you though, you, you find and vet the operators and you're, you're another layer of protection in front of an investor going out there and trying to find these deals themselves, because you've got that experience of, of investing passively and now actively, and you know what to look for. So you're, yeah, you're another definitive layer of protection, which is, is cool. And, and you, you come across deals just through your network that aren't, aren't out there in the public's eye at all. They're, they're pocket deals and they're only offered to people that are, um, you know, with, within a, a relationship. 
Absolutely. Well, and, and to that point, you know, I, I get, um, you know, I get on a lot of email lists and so I get to cherry pick the deals that I even want to take a look at. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I really focus on the, you know, of course the, the hot markets, job growth, population growth, um, you know, things like that. And, and, and make sure the, the operators have, have experience and have a track record because, Again, I want to make sure I would invest my hard-earned money into something before I'm going to bring it to you know my investors as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. And and even get, um, get kind of get a sampling of communication that's being sent out and what financials look like and all that good stuff. That's um, that's very cool. Exactly. So you, and you know, communication that's one of the biggest parts there too. I mean, that's huge. Yeah. Oh, it, it is. I mean, if if you can effectively communicate with uh, with your partners and investors, it's um, that's building trust through performance, and that's that's a key element. It keeps the wondering, the wondering from wondering, because now you already through video through communication, you know how things are going. Um, yep. That's great. So, how long have you been um, concentrating on capital raising to invest? So, a little under a year now. Um, I started my company and. So yeah, just been focusing on it. I think I started it late last year. Um, so yeah, October, November. Yep. So what's the, what's the motivation? What's the driving force behind the scenes? As far as becoming more active, you mean? Just in general, wanting to to be more active, get more units, be uh, bring investors on for, to the journey. What's what's the motivation? Well, so the, the biggest motivation, you know, why I even started out in real estate to begin with is, again, just to, to buy back my time, right, to create time freedom. Um, so, you know, that's what got me into this space. But after learning about this, um, you know, apartment syndications and being a passive investor in six deals, I wanted to bring, you know, this this opportunity to others that, I mean, you just don't walk out of your front door and say, hey, Bob, did you hear about that apartment syndication that, you know, um, hit the email list yesterday? Like nobody, I, I didn't even know what an apartment syndication was until a few years ago, right? Yeah. And so, you know, I, I think it's a great way to really grow your net worth um, and, and really help just educate people on, on how they can generate wealth and, and have early retirement plans and, you know, you know this too, Josh, I mean, being a sales professional, I probably, you know, they call it the avatar, right? I, I stick to my avatar. Essentially, of course, I help anybody out that wants to be involved in this space, but want to help, you know, sales professionals like me just that are, you know, making some money at their W-2, just put it in a safe place, you know, for the, you know, a mitigated risk investment that that's going to really gener generate some good cash flow and, and build some, you know, growth income over the years. So, well, and yeah, and you still get the uh, benefits of the appreciation, the debt pay down, you have yeah. cash flow plus depreciation. You have a write-off that will offset your W2 potentially mm -hmm. uh, there's in, in the wealth building. So your, your, your personal financial statement now has a line item and schedule E of your, of your real estate holdings. Yep. And that's uh, and that actually enables you to be able to purchase more real estate. It uh, it compounds, so it's it's huge. So what uh, you've, you're in a uh, a general partnership on a 128 unit. How did that deal come about, and how was that deal formed? Yeah, so networking, right? Again, my my um, friend that introduced me to real estate, we've actually now become partners, and so we we partnered actually. Um, three of us partnered together and so we're, we're with this operator out of uh, that buys deals out of dallas and houston 
And so, yeah, we, we raised, you know, partner with them, raised capital and we're part of the code GP on that deal. Nice. And, and again, you know, we get to, to cherry pick, but we're still active in that deal, but you know, we're still investing in the experts that are, you know, have the relationships. They're really one thing I like about the operator we're involved in is their property management is vertically, vertically integrated. Yeah. You know, so they, it's all in house, they manage everything, which, you know, I mean, property management can really make or break a deal. Yes. Right. Um, so that, that makes me feel comfortable and makes me feel comfortable bringing that to my investors as well. So yeah, well, so that's how we got involved in that. And we, we're definitely looking at doing more deals with this particular operator. You know, yeah. yeah. The cool thing with having, and I say cool, it's more of a, it's bigger than just cool is that when an operator is doing property management, they're not relying on the management piece to stand up their business at all. Yeah. So essentially the, the project is not going to get feed to death on all these erroneous fees that property management typically needs to keep the lights on. So understand they, they still have payroll. They still have bills. They still have uh, mortgage on their, on their, office or a lease payment. So they have to, they have to fee properties in order to keep their business running to operate your business. So if you can eradicate that whole front piece, now your property becomes more efficient just by, just by default and being able to, to compress the expenses and get, um, and be in control of, of what money is actually leaving, leaving your bucket of money. That was, and essentially that's, that's the name of the game. Money comes into your cup and you don't want it to fall out of the bottom. Then you got to go find more money again. But um, you can preserve the property in uh, the expenses just by having it taken over. Uh, Absolutely. Well, and, and just on that point, I mean, these operators, they're really not making that much money on the property management side. I mean, it's almost more of a break even, maybe right. a little, you know, gains there, but it's it's more so just like you but, said, uh, so control. they have more control over the property yeah, and the day-to-day operations. Exactly. It, there's nothing more frustrating than, than being excited, buying a property, and then you get a distribution that is basically a drip. It's like, man, what happened? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, um, and we've been there. We've we've put property management in front of us, third party, because we wanted to concentrate on um, on acquisitions. And um, it, it comes a point in time where you, you just uh, got to make a decision. And um, it's been a great decision. It's um, you, you deal with a lot of things that you don't necessarily want to deal with, but at the same time, you're in full control of the performance of um of the property it's got to put the right people in front of you yeah so it works out um what's the uh, trajectory how far you want to go with um with real estate well so i you know i think like a lot of us that are you know involved in real estate and decide to become more active i'm I'm almost like one of those weirdos like i just love listening to podcasts i love educating myself on this and i just love this space and the people i meet um, so I, I feel like there's a long trajectory being involved in real estate. I like to grow my business. Um, that's where a lot of my time and energy is right now is just vetting deals, becoming familiar with operators, seeing who I want to put in front of my investors, of course, growing that, that yeah. my investor base as well. And, um, and yeah, and just really how many people can I help, you know, elite, you know, decrease their dependence on their W-2 you know, my alternative, you know, ways of, of diversifying their investments. And, you know, and some of that starts out, okay, just sitting on a phone call, a lot of people don't even get the question, hey, do you want to be a cash flow investor, a growth investor? Let's, you know, get together a, a plan, a goal, what are you looking for, and just helping them achieve that. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, touch back on the, um, the um, self-directed IRA, because I think that is a huge vehicle that people don't, they have no idea that it's even available to, to them. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. Cause that, I know, and it was huge for me, right. I, um, you know, I, again, I heard of somebody doing, you know, a, a buddy of mine invested in some of his deals through his self-directed IRA and, and really how that process works is I, um, I get, I partner with a third party company, a custodian and, and really I just do, you know, all the transactions through them. I pay them a small yearly fee and I just collect distributions. I actually just got one the other day. You know, I just get a little email notification. Hey, this has been deposited in your account. And, and for me, again, it's just diversifying um, my dependence on the stock market too. Right. I, I, you know, yeah, I, I mean, we, we all know where the stock market is and, and the highs and lows of that. And I just, I feel a lot more comfortable with my money being in, invested in tangible assets, brick and mortar, something I can see, touch, feel, have communications with the people that are running, you know, the assets. And so, you know, after I learned of, you know, investing my money in, um, or with IRAs, I mean, that's huge. I mean, how many people have IRAs that they got, you know, $50,000, $60,000 plus, you know, sitting there and they have no idea. I mean, if you ask them, Josh, what are you invested in with your IRA? I would say at least 75% of them have no idea, right? I know I didn't, you know, so. Yep. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. Well, and and you you get all of the benefits as if you're buying real estate yourself too, and you're using RA money that's sitting there, plus you get the appreciation, you eliminate the volatility for the most part, and, um, and you get to participate on all the upsides. It's a, it's a cash flow plus the upside if it, uh, if and when it, it uh, um, the property sells. It's, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, you still get your K-1s, you're still getting, you know, I mean, and some of these I got in when it was 100% bonus depreciation too. Yeah. So I, and they did, they did the cost seg, you know, the cost segregation and accelerated that in year one. And um, yeah, I mean, that's, again, that's huge. Yeah, so. we just uh, ordered a cost seg report on another property we have. And, uh, yeah, and that that's huge in, in it of itself, just having that, uh, that extra rider of, of, utilizing all of the appreciation on the assets a lot of it gets missed if you don't do the study yeah That's, oh yeah uh, i mean there's so much money left on the table without that oh, yeah yeah so uh tell us a little bit about your personal life what is the uh the family the uh what do you like to enjoy hobbies yeah so you know yeah i got married uh actually about to celebrate my Oh, five, five year anniversary coming up here next weekend. So, nice. um, and got two kids. I got a, you know, 18 month old little girl and a four year old boy. So we're right in the thick of it too. Oh yeah. Um, but again, you know, so I enjoy spending time with them. I mean, we're about to get involved in sports, you know, he's playing basketball, baseball. So we're about to start those, you know, activities there. And, um, and yeah, so just, just spending time with the family. I'd, little hobbies I do. I do Spartan races. I'm pretty active there. So, you know, I'll go out and crawl under barbed wire and do all that crazy stuff, you know, um, run through mud and all that. So oh, yeah. that, that was pretty cool as well. But yeah, just staying active, spending time with the family and um, enjoying life, you know, doing my business. So. I, I like that. I started doing CrossFit, I think maybe a year and a half now ago, but I wish I would have discovered it years ago. It's yeah. uh it keeps you definitely keeps you fit. That's for sure. Definitely. It's good stuff. Yeah. Awesome. 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 Well, we definitely appreciate you coming on. If somebody wants to get a hold of you and learn more about um, about your group, about your company, and um, and um, get a hold of you, how can they reach out? 
Yeah, thanks for that. I uh, biggest way to get a hold of me or the quickest way is just go to my website, www.optimalequitygroup.com. And, um, you know, on there, you can sign up for a free cheat sheet to kind of just give you the one on one basics of apartment syndications. And um, and yet yeah, on there, you can schedule a call. I love, you know, talking about what I'm doing, learning about what other people are doing, too. So you can schedule a call with me and we'd be happy to communicate. Perfect. And then we'll put your contact information in when we rebroadcast the episode as well. And uh, definitely appreciate your time. Love the journey. Look forward to watching your your journey in the future, too. And uh, appreciate your time. We'll talk soon, Jared. Awesome. Thanks, Josh.